glory. We thank our Heavenly Father for fathering our glory. Are you having your glory fathered? Most people didn't even know there was a glory of a strong Shekinah presence you can burn in like the burning bush. The burning bush was a typology of God burning inside your bodies. Burning, but not consumed. Your flesh on fire inside your heart. Do you know that the fire that burned in the bush was called Shekinah Glory? His name is Jesus Christ. He is the Shekinah of God the Father. Hebrews 1, He is the out rain brilliance of the Father. He is the Shekinah glory of God the Father. So when you ask Jesus into your heart, you ask the Shekinah into your heart to burn you so you could become a burning bush. Everything else is just religious garbage. It's going to burn anyway. Might as well just repent, get it all out, stop disagreeing with the Shekinah and start agreeing with the Shekinah. Don't you want to burn? Shine ever brighter Shekinah, ever brighter to the full dawn of day. The path of righteousness is an ever-increasing Shekinah burning in your heart. The morning star, solar system of Shekinah, rising in your heart. We haven't burned bright enough. Nations shall come to the brightness of your rising. Amen? They will come to your glory. You want a harvest? You need your soul burning like a white stone with a new name on it. I tell you the truth, and I'm not happy about it, that's why we do this every day, that most Christians still have 666 on their forehead, which is the idolatry of the natural realm. I mean, you could say 99, it's over 99, but I hate exaggerating, but 99% of Christians still have the mark of the beast in their forehead. What is the mark of the beast? The unrenewed mind, the carnal brain, living for the natural dimension after you're born again. Doing natural dimension works after you're born again. Obeying the Father does not sell. You cannot market it. The only way you have a legitimate harvest that's pleasing in the eyes of God the Father is becoming all-consuming glory and burning up everyone's sin around you. That's what harvest is. You can't sell or market anything that comes from God the Father. Anything you've sold and marketed that came from God the Father is your rewards already. And you will not have an inheritance in the great harvest. Jesus Christ said about those who worked for wages, you've already received your rewards. Those who bought and sold in the Father's house, turning the Father's house into a marketplace, Jesus Christ said specifically, in the red letters, that that is already your reward. Because you worked for unrighteous mammon, that is the only reward you'll get. And that's why they're out there all performing every day. Going from sheep shed to sheep shed performing. You have received your rewards. <laughs> those who have marketed, those who haven't, those who have served the Father sincerely in heart and mind, they have not received the rewards yet. Their rewards are the nations. Their rewards are the glory of God in the third heaven over the earth in the angelic heavenly sphere. The rewards for the overcomer is being seated with Christ in heavenly places. Ephesians 2.20 is one of the most advanced scriptures in the Bible, and we quote it like it's nothing, and almost none of us have ever walked in any of it. 
being seated with Christ in heavenly places, not just by faith, but by vision, by angelic vision, by the seven eyes of the seven spirits of God burning through our hearts and crucifying our brains so our brains are a white stone with a new name on it. Chief cornerstone. The soul of Jesus is called the cornerstone. Most of us don't have any brain glory whatsoever and we're scared when our brains start to burn because it's removing our ability to cling to the natural dimension like a, like a blankie. Like a little kid needs their blankie or their bottle and they're scared. Nine, I mean, we've been doing this thing by the thousands. 99% of Christians, when they react to the glory or refining their soul, trying to transfigure them, go to the worm realm initially are shocked, scared, and they go to the worm realm and cling and retain to the dirt realm of the worm. The natural realm is the realm of the worm. The unrenewed mind is a worm. Scripture calls the brain that's not on fire in Shekinah glory a worm. The butterfly realm is the glory realm. So you're going to have people go from worm to butterfly, from natural to glory, to sealed in the natural realm under the curse of the fall, to sealed in the glory realm with the name of Jesus Christ on their forehead. If you're sealed in the natural realm, you have 666 on your forehead because you're idolaters. If you're sealed in the glory realm, you have Jesus Christ's name, nature, glory, written on your forehead. That's your new name with a white stone on it. I don't care what anyone else says. I guarantee you that's the true interpretation of the overcomer's gift of the white stone. Because he's the chief cornerstone. You studied out, the Holy Spirit will illuminate your hearts and illuminate your minds by direct revelation. The word stone and cornerstone is used throughout the Bible. Building on the solid rock. Rocks and stones are always referring to souls. Souls. Skulls. Crystal skulls in the glory are black stones and black rocks that fell from heaven in the darkness of satanic witchcraft, of idolatry and lust and perversion, and of everything that's not in the glory, everything that's not sanctified through the cross. See, the cross is the chasm between heaven and hell. There are so many Christians that are just at the cross worshiping, but they never went through the cross because the cross is the gate into the glory dimension. Most Christians don't go through the cross into the glory dimension. They stay on the cursed side of the cross, worshiping Jesus through the cross. I mean, that that's... You'd be lucky if you get to heaven doing that stuff. You seriously are barely saved at best. And we don't have any grid for what the cross actually did for us because I, I test Christians every day. You go through the cross you can see how much glory has been made available. The fullness of the Father available for your whole spirit to reach full spiritual stature is through the cross. He died on the cross to glorify you. Amen. He did not die on the cross for the forgiveness of sins. No, He died on the cross for the glorification of man and woman back to what Adam and Eve walked in before the, before the fall. Otherwise, if He just died for, for forgiveness of sins, He would have had to come and die again for the glory. But the cross was the release of the glory. And if you understand what the blood of Jesus purchased for you, you can begin walking in the glory of God. You will never have any breakthrough in your life. It will all be religion 
you'll get frustrated, you'll be worldly, you'll be idolatrous, you'll be secretly serving money and not the Holy Spirit because you don't even know Jehovah Jireh at all in the glory until you go through the cross and start burning like a burning bush. Amen. The main thing God the Father is dealing with right now in the Christians is idolatry. Idolatry is why you don't feel the presence like 10,000 watts of electricity constantly. Most people have such a seared conscience from religion that they don't even feel the glory, that they don't feel the presence of the glory, that they don't know there is a river. And they're wondering, why don't I feel the Spirit? Why don't I feel the Holy Spirit? Because you're full of demons in your soul. That's why. Because you're full of Satan 666 in your soul. And people are so stubborn, they don't want to come to the accurate conclusion of their accurate condition. Because it is so embarrassing how filthy our righteousness is. The human soul is so filthy, so full of Satan, so full of the false prophet, such a lying, deceiving worm in the natural dimension, there is nothing good about it whatsoever. And deception and pride and Satan is all the thinking that there's something good about your soul apart from the glory of God burning it up like a white stone. That's what keeps people out of the glory, out of the strongest presence been available for us for 2,000 years. You can live in the strongest presence. You can be so high on the presence all the time that drug addicts are always jealous of what you're on. That you are continuously accused for being high because you're so high in the most high in the glory realm. And the glory is above the realm of the dead. If you're in the realm of the dead, in the worm and in the natural, you have to have the natural substances. And they're all hypocrites. The religious people that are just as demonic as rebellious people in the natural realm, everyone in the natural realm is a serpent. That's the serpent nature of the worm. It's a worm or a snake nature. You can call it worm nature or snake nature. Either way, it's submitted to the dust of the earth. You live in the dust of the earth, it's all satanic. There's nothing redeemable about it. God's answer was going through the cross and dying to the dirt dimension. Dying to the worm dimension and the snake dimension. The natural dimension is 100% demonic. God's escape is through the cross of Jesus Christ. How do you go through it? By hearing the word, believing the word. The prophetic word leads you through. You're saved by the preaching of the prophetic word. Your spirit and all the glory realm realities be made firmer still and be, be made a greater reality to your soul by the prophetic preaching of the word of God. Amen. We haven't had the word like thunder strong enough, but we're gonna. Before it's all said and done, people will have heard the full witness of the gospel like thunder. Everyone on earth, their soul will feel thunder. Everyone on earth will feel the glory of God, will see the glory of God. And it's through this kind of ministry and sonship ministry and revelatory ministry of the glory realm that everyone will see the glory of God. And by seeing the glory, they will see the fullness of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They'll see the fullness of what the blood of Jesus purchased for mankind. And not until there's a full witness of the glory will there be judgment, says the Lord. There will be no judgment until there's a full witness, an accurate witness of the glory of God the Father and the glory of the Lamb of God. Because everything else besides the glory is religion anyway. 
There's no accountability for the darkness of demonic religion. There will be no judgment. People have, have come into unrighteous judgment and search. That is all the realm of Satan and the serpents in the garden. You can't even learn to love until you come in the glory. A human being is not capable of love. The dust realm has no love in it. If there is any love flowing through you, through you at all, it came through the cross out of the glory. All love that's down here came out of Eden. There is no love on earth except what came out of heaven, Jesus Christ. And through Jesus Christ, the nations have experienced rivers of love, streams of love, and soon to be floods of love. This earth was created to live underwater in liquid love. <laughs> Anyone that's not in the liquid love is not in God, for God is love. It's true. And guess what? You can be drunk on love. The love will never back off. The only thing that happens is we get tempted and we think, oh, because I did something bad, God doesn't love me. Now, it's never been based on your performance or your works. In fact, now that you've realized how despicable you are in your dust nature, you get more dependent on the drink and become a bigger drinker. That's how you overcome temptations. Not because now you're good. It's just now you're more thirsty because you realize you're less good than you were before. There's a progression of Paul's revelation. He says he's the least of the apostles, the least of the saints, and the worst of all sinners in that order as he grew from glory to glory. The glory reveals the human wickedness, the dust and worm nature. It's not that you look better and better. It's that you are worse and worse for revealed for just a flesh creature in your outer shell and how much you need the inner man to be constantly filled with his grace, constantly overflowing with liquid glory, liquid grace. <laughs> you never get good. That's a deception. It's just you grow in his goodness. You go from glory to glory by your increasing of thirst and hunger. You give the meat and the wine the glory and the credit for everything working in you all the time. The soul never gets any credit, 0% for eternity. It's all Jesus Christ in His flesh and His blood and His bread and His wine, His Word and His Spirit working in you by grace. The issue is growing in grace to levels we've never known available. More than anything, we need to grow in revelations of grace. Every problem every person has is conquered by revelations of grace. And it is a lot poverty, and it is sickness and disease, it is religious torment and the condemnation of the accuser in the soul, and it is the lust and the perversion of the flesh and the eyes. All of it is conquered by revelations of grace. Because those are all needs inside your heart and inside your soul that are only met by God your Creator. Creation will never meet your needs. The Creator will meet your needs. He will fill the longings of your heart, and that area where you were once tempted gets fulfilled, and you stop sinning and going to Satan and eating off the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in that area of your life. That's how you go from glory to glory. By being fulfilled on His grace, fulfilled on His love, fulfilled on His word, and it's never boring or tiresome. If it is, take a break. Get into drinking. Do something fun. Have fun with God. Adam and Eve's main occupation in the garden was to have fun with Dad. 
If you're not having fun with God, then you're not experiencing true Christianity. Eden means delight and pleasure. Growing in the glory is growing in fun. Going from glory to glory is growing in happiness. All sadness and sorrow will flee away. Your brain, as it's glorifying in the glory, will have all the sadness and sorrow of not having fun all the time burn out of it. People are like, well, you can't. If you're not having fun all the time, you're not in the glory. The glory is the fun of God. <laughs> people get serious. People get nasty. People get religious. You'd be shocked. Most people have religious spirits that fight the glorious freedom of the Son of God. It's not a minority, especially if they're in Christian leadership. And then you can test the Christian leadership. How much glorious freedom can I manifest before you manifest a religious spirit? Because everyone's got a cap. I have a cap too. That's why I keep expanding the cap. <laughs> Every leader has a cap of how much glory you can experience before they manifest. So, it's never clean. It's always ugly. People will be wanting to look good in front of others. You're going to look undone. You're going to get more undignified. You'll be, you'll be realizing the next level, the next season, that you are religious last season. Every season, I realize, you know, we've been doing this 10 years, 11 years in the drunken glory, and that's how you test people. Because the drunken glory is called the third heaven. Eden is the realm of drunken glory. That's where all the wine of the vineyards of God's love grows. The new covenant is a wine chalice. If a person's not in the drunken glory, I mean, do they even have a ministry? It's not the ministry of the glory. There might be something there, but it would take you 10 million years of listening to it to ascend into the heavens. That's why God just like skip all that crap, go straight to the wine chalice, get into the drunken glory, enter Eden, and stop wasting your time on scraps that are mixed with religious witchcraft. Oh, hallelujah. People don't even ask me to judge people's ministries. If they're not drunk and high all the time, it's a complete waste of your time. Because they're not in the glory. The glory's on the top of the mountain. All these stragglers are on the sides of the mountain with respectable ministries, sounding real intelligent. People could talk about ecstasy and bliss for a hundred million years, but never get into it until they get totally whacked out of their brain drinking the new wine. And they're going to get persecuted. They're going to lose all their people over and over and over again. And that's the main test God does. God's tested us every season for 13 years, removing all the flakes and the goats and the calves and everyone that's not willing to sacrifice everything in their life over and over again. Are you willing to sacrifice your respectability, your dignity, your people-pleasing? Do you actually serve the glory? Do you serve the new wine? Or do you serve the people? If you serve the people, you're a pervert and a prostitute. To be a servant of man and not God is perverted and prostitution of the gospel. And most people water down the gospel. They water down the wine so it's pleasing in people's ears. Almost every Christian goes to a church where they hear what they want to hear instead of hearing the thunder from the throne. And that's why the world is completely messed up. It's not the sinner's fault. It's the Christian's fault for prostituting the gospel, for not desiring their brains to be transfigured from worm to butterfly by metamorphosis of the strong glory fire of Jesus Christ. 
but those who've brought their souls to the altar to burn it will be metamorphosized in everyone's eyes and the glory will overtake the carnal mind, the people-pleasing mind, the religious mixture in the mind, the idolatry in 666 in everyone's foreheads will melt like Moses melted the golden calf. So shall all idolatry be melted out of every soul by the fire of those burning on Mount Zion in the fullness of the fire of the Garden of Eden. That's the end result of our faith, becoming ministers of fire, burning bushes like Jesus Christ on the mountain, burning the man of fire, the fire of the mountain of the Holy Spirit. There's no cap, there's no measure, and you're tested every day. How much more do you want to bring of yourself to burn, of your flesh and soul nature to live to the Holy Spirit fire? Do you want the seven spirits of God? Are you going to stay in charismatic religion that's been established in yesterday's moldy manna for 50 years of the same recycled teachings over and over? Haven't pioneered anything, just maintenance Christianity. How about we go into what he purchased and become burning men, morning stars, solar systems? How about we're more angelic than natural and we get accused for being weird and cult and all kinds of accusations that come from wicked sinners that are too cowardly to burn and metamorphosize in their own souls. They attack the things because they're not willing to change themselves. They make excuses why they can't burn. Oh, my wife is going to leave me. Well, my God, join the club. Nearly every apostle that's ever lived has had constant family problems because their families weren't willing to burn and metamorphosize with them. Jesus Christ said, you're going to have to sacrifice your families. Amen? Over and over again. Who is my sister? Who is my mother? Who are my siblings? Those who obey my Father in heaven. You can't serve your parents and serve God. To honor your mother and father is to serve the Father of glory with all your heart and even go beyond their understanding. And when you go beyond people's understanding is when you're persecuted for righteousness sake. Amen. And if you're not persecuted, that means you're not pioneering anything. And you're just maintenance and it's already been accepted by the world. You're wasting everyone's time. We need to go deeper in the glory of God. We need to go so deep in the fire of God that we burn the idolatry of religion out of everyone's brains. Then we'll have a harvest. It will be a glory harvest. Revelation 14, 14, The Lord of the harvest is the King of glory. He's wearing the gold crown and He's holding the sharp sickle. The only issue to the harvest is who would rise in the fire of His glory and get completely burnt up in heart and soul to be seated with Him on the white cloud of burning Shekinah glory. Who will hold the sickle with Him of Revelation 14, 14 and sacrifice their entire worm and dirt nature? Those are the sons of God. Those are the lords of the harvest. Those are the true anointed leaders of Christianity. And they're about to be revealed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen.